Tifos. Okay, we'll continue. Yep. And it was basically a 30-day film challenge. So we're going to make a little discussion about it now. And I think it's interesting to... We'll just, we'll just talk about these, these questions rather than putting posts on Instagrams or anything. I don't know if you're going to do an intro or what. Part two of the 30-day challenge or whatever. Okay. Going into part two, we're going to be talking about day 11. Uh, what is your f- favorite biopic? Oh, we, I know We had a conversation this. about this recently, yeah. and we, we made a whole list about good biopics. I think Walk the Line's up there. Walk the Line's very good, but I wouldn't say it's probably, That's probably my good. favorite. I um, love Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Um, I think that's such a fun movie. You've got Spielberg, DiCaprio, Tom Hanks in the same movie playing a real-life character, which, by the way, if you had done any research or read the actual book that that's based on, Mm. So much awesome stuff was cut out of that movie. Like, as you yeah, would think, you... you would think a movie like this is exaggerating the things or adding things in there to make his life seem more fantastical. No, the real life story say, is so no, no, much no. more crazy. Yeah, like you um, always advocate that this should have been a TV series. If this was released today, it would be an awesome high budget TV series on Netflix. Yeah, like a Netflix miniseries or something. Yeah, like a 13-part thing, because what this guy actually did was insane, and I highly recommend reading the book on that from uh, Frank William Abagnale. So I think, I I love that movie. Uh, I just think it's a great great biopic, and it's such a fun story. You've got an early Amy Amy Adams in there. Um, And I love this period in DiCaprio's career, where he's, he's still young, and he's got that energy. I don't know. I do like him as an actor now, but there's something about him in the early 2000s acting. I, I really like Catch Me If You Can. I've seen it so many times. I also really liked Rocket Man. Because yeah, I've I never seen liked Rocket Man. a musical take on a biopic before. And I yeah. thought it was really well done. I really like that, too. Um, yeah. Other biopics. I don't know. I liked like the imitation game with Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I th- didn't like that as much as I thought it would. I liked it for the story and how he solved the problems. I didn't like the character or the biopic itself. I just it fell a bit flat for me. I thought it was going to be a bit more compelling, and it wasn't. I found it a bit boring. I think my answer is Catch Me If You Can. What was your answer? Yeah. Walk the line. Uh, Rocket Man. Rocket I like- Man. I like Walk the Line, but it's got yeah, a more nostalgic good. factor for me, whereas if I'm thinking critically about it, probably Rocket Man. See, I don't like saying this film is a really good film until I've given it six to 12 months. And yeah. it hasn't been very long since I've watched Rocket Man, but I can still say I really like that movie and I think it'll hold yeah. up really well. Well, and I'm one who, I'm a bit different than you. Like, if, it's, if I think it's good, I'm going to think it's good right from the word go. I you think time I mean? is needed to review something accurately. Yeah, I think I've I, had enough time. I wonder how, how long my laptop's got before it'll die. Uh, it says an hour. Really? Jeez. All right. Yeah, got a third left. Uh, we an hour. Um, next one is your favorite animated film. Now, we've definitely covered Danielle's answer on these. You talked about Tangled and Finding Nemo. Mine is probably... I don't know. I, I really like Finding Nemo. I have watched that so many times. I think it's a near-perfect film in the way that it's very balanced. 
between drama and comedy and the storyline. What was this Finding Nemo? Yeah. But favorite animated, I don't. I don't know. We will definitely talk about this more when we get to talking about The Lion King because Jessica's going to be here and we're going to be having a bit of a debate about animated movies, just saying. Um, She is heated already about that. (laughs) So I think Lion King and Finding Nemo are in the discussion. Uh, I don't know. The first half of WALL-E, if that was a feature film on its own, the second half, I think it falls apart, but the first half of WALL-E... Is, is definitely up there. That's incredible yeah. cinema right there. Um, I don't know. What what do you think? I want to talk about why I like Tangled so much. Because people... Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a variety of things. I remember I when I saw it... it's been forgettable in the yeah. public's eyes. I think it came out... Did it come out in like 20... 2010? That's when I thought. It was the same year um, as Toy Story 3. For me... I saw it, I was with my, I think it was my cousin's birthday party. I was older and I would have been there just like helping my auntie look after all these kids. Because I would have been 15, I think, when I saw this. Um, so they went to the movie theater for her birthday and watched the movie. And the movie they got was Tangled. Um, and I just remember sitting there and thinking like, this is absolutely everything I would ever want out of a fantasy story. Full stop. Okay. You know, so it's like, it's so got... So it's, it's your mixture of fantasy elements. Because you I, love fantasy. I, the reason I love fantasy so much is because if I'm going to read a book or watch a movie for relaxation, I don't want it to have anything to do with real life. Mm-hmm. I want to escape. Because the whole reason I'm doing that act of watching or reading is because I need a break from life. Right? So... I like the escapism that fantasy gives. Now, this one was interesting because it doesn't have a whole lot of, like, mystical stuff in terms of, like, dragons and creatures. I mean, the the this series pretty, pretty the goes thing... into that more. Oh, okay. Um, pretty much the only um, thing that's supernatural in it is the flower. Is the flower. Hair, essentially. Which, but again, too, it's like, that that sort of element is really common in these old fairy tales right so like you think about like the little mermaid or snow white like there's always a little drop of magic in there and in this it's literally a magic drop of sunlight um but so there's that and then there's the color and there's the being a bit over the top in terms of her hair just how long her hair actually is um i do like the character models in this as well yes and i like the the I'm going to just go with terms that I use, even though it might not be correct, but the costuming, mm-hmm. it feels old, but it doesn't really quite look like anything that you'd actually recognize. Like, yep. it seems it seems English, but European, but Roman, and, like, the castle itself is sort of um, Eastern European with English mixed with Arabian, and it's just... It's everything that's mixed so well that it it doesn't exist anywhere, and I I like that. And the consistent use of bright colors and patterning. So the sun is a consistent symbol throughout both the movie and the series on Stan. Um, And it's an important element. And I just, I I like the idea of having 
a symbol to represent the place. So that sun is like it's basically the flag of Corona, which is the um the kingdom. Doesn't Corona mean sun? It means crown. Crown, right, um, yes, okay. I was getting it confused um, with something else. Anyway, and it's, like, it's a fun love story. She's young. He's funny. They're singing. It's happy. There's, like, the darkness isn't too dark. Like, it's just, it's got everything that I would want out of a sit down and be happy and not worry yep. about life for two hours. That's why I like it so much. Um, Something that could be in the discussion that's quite recent is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Again, I haven't seen it, but it could be up there as some of the best animated movies ever made. Mm. Um. I don't uh, think Tangled covering... is the best animated movie ever made. Like I'm with you in that. It's your I favorite. Think... It's my favorite. I That's think. The difference, I think yeah. there's many that are better done. I think Finding Nemo is better done. I think Wally is amazing. Um, yeah. I feel like there's one that I just saw lately that was really good, but I don't remember what it was. I don't know. Anyways, oh yeah. fuck, the new Lion King movie is. So realistic. It's People insane. say it's live action, and I think only one of the scenes is live action. The rest of it's animated. So I would say that yes, that's an animated movie. Yeah, it's, it's a different insane. style of animated. Like I'm excited for you to see that, Brenton. For you to just be like, holy shit. Okay. Okay. Um, it sounds like this is one of the better live action movies that they have done. It it is animated, but like, I'll you'd see swear they had talking lions. I'm okay. not shitting you. It's so you were worried that they wouldn't be able to emote well enough? They didn't, but it didn't matter, okay. which is interesting to me. I was happily surprised with how much I liked that movie. Some of the it's, other ones in it that It is convers- very impressive. Some of the other ones in that conversation will be Spirited Away, which I haven't... S- um, which comes out as of this recording, like, next week. Yeah, we haven't yeah, seen it yet. Next week, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. There's a lot of Disney and and. Um, I did not like Fantastic Mr. Fox. It was fine. It's fine. Uh, the Iron Giant from '99. Did you ever see that? No, but I've always wanted to. It's a different style of animation as well. I really quite like the themes. It's not you know, your traditional movie from '99 that you would expect. You know how in old VHS movies it always had the upcoming movies for when that movie yes. was released. So. Um, I would always watch through those, or we'd, um, sometimes we would, sometimes we'd fast forward through it, but The Iron Giant was one on one of the movies that I would watch often. I don't remember what, which one it was, but I always remember thinking, I wish I could see that. Where do I get that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wanted to see it and I never did. Next movie is a film you used to love, but you now hate. This is a, this is a difficult one. I don't know. Something I used to love but now hate. See, if I thought really hard or you gave me, like, a, a week to think about it, I could probably come up with a good answer, but I don't. Yeah, I no. can't come up with it off the top of my head. Let me think for a minute. Well, think about movies that you don't like and why. But that's hard, too, because I'm like... I don't know. Can we come back to that? Yeah. We'll put it. We'll record it later and we'll put it in. Write that down. Uh, your favorite movie quote from any movie. Oh, favorite movie quotes. That's that's a difficult one. <laughs> the bit when John Cleese is up on top of the castle in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
That is one of the funniest lines in all of yeah. cinema. Oh my god. He must That's... just be riffing and, and improvising because that is hilarious. Yeah. He's like, well, I fought in your go? general direction. <laughs> your your mother was a hamster. <laughs> yeah. And your father smelled of elderberries. <laughs> that is... Oh yeah. my god, I can't wait to cover that movie because that is my favorite comedy of all time. Is that Monty that Python I, and the Holy Grail? I've heard people shit on Monty Python. And I can see I've why been, because the series wasn't all a hundred percent, but that fucking movie is a hundred percent all the way to the end. Monty Python and the Holy Grail is probably my favorite comedy because it, again, it's nonsense. It I is, like and it's things... hard for me to enjoy a good comedy. It's hard to get a favorite comedy, but this one, it's like, nah, this is it. Well, because it's just gibberish. It's well, amazing. If, there's so many good lines you could pull out of there as well. I love, like, I love Monty Python and I love Faulty Towers, and I think again, it's this, it's the escapism, is that it's just, and it's, the it's type just of humor as well. Um, I'm sorry to say that uh, the meaning of life. I didn't like very Yeah, that much, fell flat. But, that was that was a few um, years after this one. Life of um, Brian was good. Well, because do you know why? Because it was a series of sketches. It wasn't a story. Yeah. There was well, no... I think Meaning of Life is supposed to be, but I think Meaning of Life has great songs, and that's the only thing that's good yeah. out of it. Yeah. Um I'm just thinking out of out of Holy Grail is the there's the black knight who gets his limbs cut off. I love it. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound, know? yeah, that's a great, great quote. Um yeah. let's just call it even. Let's call it a draw. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm constantly quoting movies and things. And the, and TV shows. Sorry, one more thing: the fucking coconuts. Yeah, the coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think that I was like that improvised because so it's like we're well, kind of a horse. Yeah, yeah because they is, didn't have a budget. Just like they so talked about like, that. Sorry, go ahead. Um, other movie quotes. See, I don't know. Comedies are always great for quotes, even if the movie isn't good. The quotes can be good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't See, know. this and is usually, usually because these things are improvised. I I find it interesting that you can't come up with something because you're always quoting everything. I really am. Like, I'll always say, "What's that from?" And you're like, "Really? You have to ask me that." And it's The Simpsons, right? You always sometimes quote the Simpsons. it's it's things where it's like no one else, even if you're a fr- fan of the movie, would be able to pick it out. But it something about the way the actor performed it, or it just resonated with me, and I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm constantly quoting things that it's not really a good movie quote, but I think it's funny. Well, and it uh, fits in context. Yeah, I don't yeah. really have any examples. Yeah. Um. Actually, yeah, give me a sec. Okay. No. I thought I had one. There's one I always say. I think I feel like it's a Pulp Fiction reference. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> there is one from Pulp Fiction where she's always she um there's the French chick, the cute little French chick that Bruce yeah. Willis is dating. Oh um, yeah, and she's like the little kangaroo. The way we she always says, yeah, we're always talking kangaroo. about it's the little kangaroo. It was yeah, a kangaroo. I just love the way she says that. She just the look yeah. on her face. She's got a big eyes. It's like oh, you know. Um, and yeah. She's just the way she says that with her accent. Or pot. The way she's like, I want a pot because <laughs> she wants yeah. a pot belly because she said she wants to be pregnant. Basically, it's yeah. a very strange way of writing that yeah. in there saying she wants to be pregnant but she said she wants a pot as in a pot belly because it's she thinks it's sexy mm-hmm. um at least that's what i picked out of that scene she might not yeah. even be talking about pregnant at all but she's like i want some pot yeah <laughs> it's just it's like not even a good quote but i just i like the way it's pronounced yeah. um actual good quotes i don't i don't know i'm just trying to think there's a lot that like there's some there's a lot from Forrest Gump you can pull out of. Um, I like how he he's always just like, 
whenever he's talking about someone who died, he's like, well, that's yeah. all I have to say about that. And that's like, yeah, I can't at all do his accent. But if I could, I would be like, I don't know. There's a lot of time where people just finish a sentence like midway through. And I'm like, well, that's all I got because <laughs> they just stop talking. And I'm like, OK, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Favorite movie quotes. Comedies are always the best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go yeah. with Holy Grail or something because yeah. yeah, that scene. Last time Fucking we watched that, I literally prime. slid off the couch and nearly peed myself because <laughs> I had seen it before, but um, I just forgot. Oh my god, we'll get to that because I think uh. I think it's around 105 or something. Um, okay, uh, the first movie you ever saw in cinemas. I spoke about this before. I'm pretty sure mine was A Bug's Life, and I remember. I remember having these toys that might have even been like a Happy Meal from McDonald's or something. There was like basically puzzle pieces that had characters on them and that fit together to make mm. a cube. And I obviously just let's make... I don't even, that's, I just have weird memories like that. Um, I think it was Bugs Life. I don't remember. There's a plane. Hold on, I'm going to wait for the plane. Yeah. yeah. Gives me a chance to think. Go away. See, I remember seeing a lot of early films in cinemas, but they definitely weren't the first film. Because I remember seeing the first Harry Potter, but that was 2001. I'd definitely gone to the cinemas by then. See, I don't know if I had, because the ones that are coming into my mind, like, I remember I was, I would have been five or six. When Harry Potter came out. When... The Philosopher's Stone came out. What year was that? 2001. Yeah, I would have been six. I would have been six. I knew I was in grade one. And I remember because, like I said, Nana and I went and I had to go out on the roof because I got scared. You had to go out on the roof? Yeah. Um, Because it was high up in the Mm. building. Well, you know, the West Edmonton Mall movie theater. Right, yeah. There would probably be... The answer to this will probably be animated movies for almost everyone. Because who's going to yeah. go to the cinema as a kid and not see an animated movie? Well, I'm just trying to remember. It's hard because, like, we wouldn't go that often. But because it was, like, even though it was small town, it was still expensive to go to the movies, you know? Yeah. Um, And I just remember, like, I'm just trying to remember. It was such an event remember. to go as well. Yeah. Well, and, like, ours was so old. Like, the walls still had, like red crushed velvet and stuff mm. and there, yeah, there was like a was... cinema because i lived in a very small town for a period similar to you where there was mm. only a couple of thousand people and this cinema must have been from the 60s yeah there was there was like the seats were timber framed with like hesh like um like a hessian bag sort of thing what do you call huh. it like a potato sack over it basically yeah it was a series of those and it was flat on concrete ground um, so it wasn't tiered at all, and it was a there was a film projector, this massive th- machine that just like rolled around and made a sound. It was fucking cool. And along the top, it was basically a big warehouse. That's all they had really. Was along the top of the cinema was these louvers, and you can see a little bit of light coming through. It wasn't entirely dark enough, and that was the movie cinema in this town. It might even still be there. And I think I watched like Chicken Run or something at that cinema. I'm trying to think. Uh, so I think uh, A Bug's Life was my first one. I just, I remember, I'm I'm getting confused because there are so many animated movies that I know I saw on VHS that I don't know which ones I didn't yeah. see. 
Yeah. So I'm going to go with Harry Potter because that's the earliest I can remember. Yeah, see, a lot of those, it's like, oh, I'm trying to think, I can, which one can I remember going to see? Because I'm sure I went and saw it earlier than that. I wonder if my yeah, mother knows. There's other stuff that is like, did I see that at home? Did I see that on TV? Where Or I even know. if I ask my older sister, she might remember. Yeah. Um. So the next question is the last film you saw in cinemas. Uh, Probably Toy Story 4 for me. Yeah, for you. I think um, you saw Lion King. Yeah, that would have been. Me. Well, I see, I go to the movies every Friday with my client, so I yeah. think that's what it was, was The Lion King. Ask me every week, that'll be different. <laughs> yeah, it'll be different every week. Um, yeah. So it's just whatever whatever's out at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else I saw before that. Maybe Avengers Endgame was the last time I saw a film movie, which again, wasn't with you, so. Uh, I was going to say. Secret yeah. Life of Pets 2, fucking yeah, good luck with that. Aladdin. Last Toy movie Story we 4. saw together, like all these things you're you're listing was, we haven't seen together. Last yeah. thing we saw together I think was Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um which which is all good picks. You know, yep. can I just say real quick, I fucking hate how the cinema it's like six dollars for a student. Yep. It's like seven dollars for an adult. Yep. It's nine dollars fifty if it's a Disney movie. Fuck you, Disney. Come on. It's an extra $2.50 for an adult if you're going to see a Disney movie. And everything's Disney these days. Anything that's yeah. Marvel, anything that's Pixar, anything that's Star Wars, anything that's animated, and basically. And that's, that's at the cheap cinema. That is. That's the cheapest. At a normal cinema, it's like a $5 tax for a Disney movie. Yeah. Come on. It's like, That's a significant increase. Anyway, it's like... I used to be able to go to the cinema, get a slushy drink and a candy and have a change back from a $10 note, but I can't if it's a Disney movie. Yeah. I hate it. I was Fuck never able Disney. to go to the movies for less than... Fuck you, like Disney. Like, for, for you less... suck my dick. Then There's $15. a movie quote for you that we keep doing. Yeah. <laughs> we keep doing that song yeah. from Ted. Yeah. I don't like the movie and I don't even like the rest of the song, but I like that, that line. Yeah. Fuck you, Thunder, you can suck my dick. It's just, it's just a nice catchy tune. Is it actually a tune from something? I feel like it's from something. Might be. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, your favorite comedy movie. I answered this just before. Mine is definitely Holy Grail. Yeah, same. I, I don't... actually really like Superbad. I think that's written very well. That's a funny movie. Um, and I kind of really like The First Hangover as well. Yeah, I'm they're, just they're to all think. particularly super bad and um, hangover. It's a journey of these characters going from place to place, and they're trying to find their way. Maybe that's I, just where comedy comes from for me. I like. It. I also like Twenty One Jump Street. That was yeah, the, the remake. first. Yeah, that with Channing Tatum and uh, yeah, Jonah that's Hill. a good movie. That's a good. One. That was the first like dumbass movie that I ever saw. You know, <laughs> like. Like, all those ones that you listed, they're kind of like those stupid teenager movies where they're just, like, getting yeah. in trouble and being inappropriate and stuff. And that was the first one I ever saw. I saw it at the theater with my friend, and I'm like, I feel like a real teenager now. I've seen one of these stupid movies. Um, Had you never really seen them before? No. Um, so, 
I quite like that one, but generally I don't like them because, again, I'm not a fan of the dramatic irony and they're, like, dripping with it, so it just annoys me. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do a good comedy. It really is. I I really don't like rom-coms. Yeah. As a general yeah. rule, except for, like, maybe My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which is, like, again, the nostalgia factor because I saw it a lot when I was younger. So, like, that's one of my favorite like silly romantic comedies but i hate i hate these new stupid movies like fucking horrible bosses and bad moms and fucking i think bad horrible teacher. bosses is all right i think it's it's one of the better ones of that it's one of the better of that ones. genre yeah um yeah but i, I can understand what you're saying yeah everything's got Generally, bad in front of it actually my one of my favorite comedies is bad santa the original bad santa i was gonna say what's with the bad everything funny. Horrible bosses, bad. bad grandpa, bad Santa, bad teacher. Like, what's bad moms? Bad moms like, what's with yeah. all the bad everything? I think there's another couple everything. as well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I do like bad Santa. That, that's always a funny one I like to watch every Christmas. Holy Grail, hands down, Pima Pants every time. Definitely well, from almost. 1975. Yeah. yeah. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Uh, a film that depresses you. Probably Schindler's List. Oh, actually, you know what? The most depressing film that has ever been made is. It is, I believe, uh, John Malkovich film, I believe, with Philip Seymour Hoffman as the lead. It's mm-hmm. called Synecdoche, New York, which I believe is a, is a city in the state of New York. Mm-hmm. And have you heard of this? No. It's a story about this man, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who lives a very boring, depressing life. And he falls into money. I'm trying to think how he gets all this money. He basically spends his money reenacting all these elements from his life. So he creates his childhood home in this house that he grew up in. And then he goes on to the next stage of his life. He builds it in a big warehouse, like a set. Hires actors to play parts of his film, parts of his life. And it's a play on his... Like, it goes right up to the point where... He starts recreating the recreations and it just goes down this rabbit hole and it's like... What the fuck is that? uh, It's like, Like, it was boring, but I have seen more boring movies. It was so depressing though. Like I felt exhausted after the end of watching this. If you've ever seen Synecdoche, New York, please tell me what you think about that film. I was going to say, that sounds like something I never want to see. I'm Um, just trying to think ones that make me... Apart it's from that, hard I'm, I'm going to say Schindler's the List ones, just because it's such a reality. That one was tough. Um, again, it's really hard because there's some that make me so, so sad, but I love them. Yes. Namely, yeah. um, Brokeback Mountain made me so sad. And um, But I think it's a great film. A Star is Born made me so sad, and I love both of those movies. And it's more because, like we talked about, um, for personal reasons, those films bring up in me emotions that were very present in my life at a time when I was depressed. So it's more that they're they're putting me back in that state than the fact that they are depressing themselves. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. there's a lot of music and things that I was I can't listen to because it reminds me of those times, even though I love yeah. the music. Yeah, it's the like, same sort of thing. Um. Like, I find those two, again, which I love, I find those two movies more depressing than Schindler's List. Okay, yep. 
Okay, I can definitely see they that. They make me feel worse than Schindler's List does. Yeah. It's too fucking hot for this shit. Okay. No shade, by the way. No shade to those movies. They're all good movies. Except as syndicated and all. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> next one is the film that disappointed you the most. Oh, okay. I have one immediately off my off the top of my head. Now, I, okay. I did mention before that I was disappointed in the Simpsons movies <sighs> because I was such a big fan yep. of the series. And I still enjoyed the movie. I'm not going to say that that's my answer, but it's, it is it is an answer. The mm-hmm. biggest movie, I loved the Max Payne video game series when I was a kid. They're mm-hmm. developed by... Oh, fuck. I forget the actual... I think it's Remedy and Rockstar Games. Great video game developers. They released two video games in the early 2000s and a third one in 2012. Um, and it's kind of like an action noir f- film uh, comic book. It's, mm-hmm. it's a video game in a comic book style. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they released a movie before the third one came out. It was like 2008 or 2009 with... It was Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis um, yep. playing the two leads. And I thought, fuck yes, a movie version of this, this noir crime. Because he's a cop that's basically framed for his family's death. Yep. Um, and he's on the run, basically. And he has to like fight through these things. And mm-hmm. the way that the video game portrays it, it's such a dark video game that you go on these journeys. And uh, it, I just thought, that as a film... I'm, I'm all aboard. Yes. Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Movie sucked balls because they interpreted his, his this depression, this thing that he's going through the, um, as an actual manifestation. And they had like these dark angels flying through the scene to oh, represent like no. that. That was like his depression or whatever. And he, it was this this fight with this drug. Um, it was like Valkyrie or something was the name of this drug. Um, because the character of Max Payne is addicted to painkillers, and that's that's a good yeah. trait. He's an alcoholic who's addicted to painkillers, you know, that you usually see in these these noir things. But they yeah. manifested it in such a way that it's like it, it's not even close to the the, the original storyline. I'd like love to see a graphic novel based on the Max Payne series because that's kind of how it's written, and that would be brilliant. But that was the most disappointing movie. That sucks. It's it's, it it sounds like there are elements that like you didn't need to make them into metaphors. You know what I mean? Essentially, yeah, yeah. You if you just had the storyline, I don't know. Yeah. It could have been forgettable as a as a normal just follow the storyline kind of thing, but it was yeah. definitely forgettable with the path that it went down. You What's asked your answer? this question, and I thought for a second, I'm like, what the fuck? And then it just popped into my head. I'm like, oh, God, yes. Oz the Great and Powerful. Ah, uh, yes. I was so excited to see that movie. That's that the prequel, trailer right, to Wizard of Oz? Yes. Yes, because he's young and he's, he's yeah. moving to Oz. That yes. trailer is the perfect of z- example of a production company taking every good shot out of a movie and putting it into a trailer. That sucks. I hate it when they do that. I know, because I went in... First of all, too, it's made for 3D. So if it's not in 3D, it falls flat. 3D was Um, a weird period where they would, like... Of, like, five years. It's died off since then, right? It was, like, nothing. And then it was, like, like, everyone had to do 3D. And then there was nothing again. So there was this one scene... Can I just say, there was... 
there was a bunch of movies around that time or shots from certain movies yep. where they're made in such a way just for 3D. You can see things coming towards you. And I'm like, well, you clearly just put that shot in there for 3D. Exactly. I haven't seen Oz- so Oz- Great and Powerful. There's this scene with these crystal flowers where, like, without 3D, it just looks stupid. Like, it just... Yeah. Like, you can see... That was definitely and they've a big got, thing. Like, the tinkling sound of the, these crystals moving and growing and stuff. And it's... Um, it was just... Like, I didn't see it in 3D. I think I saw it... I think I saw it online or something, actually. Um, mm. And I was just like, well, fuck. You know, like don't don't do that make it timeless and then there was just there was a bunch of things like it, it was just so much more just a bunch boring of bad decisions and not compelling than the trailer made it look yeah. um and mila kunis's character oh she's in that as well as she <laughs> well she's the witch and sh- in the beginning oh i'm gonna way spoil too young it. and hot to do that i know i'm gonna spoil it for you Right okay. here. So if you don't want to hear this, but I mean, it sucked anyway. So I mean, whatever. Um, she falls in love with him, and then she becomes so mad because he like basically slept with her and like ditched. He's a total fuckboy. Um, that <laughs> sh- she wanted her sister because she's sisters with the Wicked Witch of the East, right? Who dies when the house falls. Right. On her. Is that is that outlined that they were sisters in the original? Yeah. Okay, I forgot. You killed my sister with her ruby right, slippers. Yes. Ah. Um, so she's like, "Oh, no, sorry, I was getting confused with the chick in the bubble. Who is she from the north?" That's Glenda, the good witch of the north. Yeah, so she's um, not the the bad witch's sister. It was the one no. that squished. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's why I was getting confused. Go on. Yeah. Um. So she's like, "Sister, my heart hurts so badly. Like, make it the pain go away." And so what she did is she. She basically put a curse on her sister so that she could never fall in love again, but it made her ugly. And so, like, I don't understand. Like, they did this makeup on her where they made her face, like, wider and her eyes look too small. It's like, just paint her green. You can still be evil and be green. They, like, CG'd or something, did they? Yeah, they just, they they did this unnecessary facial changes that I'm just like, like, what, what was the point of that? Like, you can still be Mila Kunis and be generally good looking give her a bigger nose but like they totally changed her face right you know what i mean like it was it unnecessary sounds like a cg bucket of hot mess yeah and then there was just there was other stuff where it was just like and she was so angry like it didn't fit in with her character for the rest mm. of the movie like sure like you've got a spell on you and stuff but it, like it just was such a 180 in terms of the way her character changed it was it was weird and james franco was a total asshole and a fuck boy and and there was like weird action stuff like it was just it just it wasn't very good yeah it was a big it was very disappointing like that was one where i was always like right afterwards and for a while afterwards i was like that movie like doesn't deserve any praise because it was false advertising see the thing is about the wizard of oz is it's based on a book like, if you're going to do a prequel, refer back to the original text. I wonder, I'd like, I'd like to read it because I, wa- I want to see how much that 1939 classic actually refers to the story of the, the book. I've read it, and there's actually this whole other section after she gets out of the witch's castle. She doesn't go right back. 
she like encounters these little two-legged one-eyed alien men dorothy does um, so do you think it's a good thing that they strayed away from that yes okay it was weird all right i always just think that like if you're gonna do a remake a reboot a prequel refer back to the original text yeah that's usually a good good starting point rather than the the remake or whatever that you, you you're relying on um and the next one is your favorite actor. See, that changes for me over time. If you ask me yeah. at any, any given point, um, there's different actors and actresses that I like for different reasons. Um, I'm just trying to think who's somebody that I've been raving over a bit lately. I've always, I've always really liked Johnny Depp because I find he can be such a chameleon. Okay. Um, yeah. I've been more into Leo DiCaprio lately too, but I find that he kind of acts the same way. He all does, the time. yeah. I I was always a big fan of Leo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks when I was a kid. Um, Tom Hanks, I really like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah, he's always very good. Um, these days, I'm probably going to say someone like Hugh Jackman, just mm. because he's extremely multi-talented, and I think he's a great person in real life. Like he just seems like a down-to-earth guy, and I respect that. You know, like he just seems like a nice family man, um, and. Hugh Jackman has won a Grammy, an Emmy, and a Tony. And he has never won an Oscar. And I think, just just give him an Oscar. And then he has, like, the all four of them. Um, so I think he's just very, very talented. You know who I fucking love? Yeah. Tom Hardy. Ooh, good pick. Yeah, we did I, definitely talk I, about him in The Revenant. He's probably up there um, right now. He is absolutely outstanding. Yes. He deserves an Oscar. Oh, God, yeah. He hasn't got one yet, has he? No, he was nominated that year for Mad Max, I think it was. Who else do I like? I want to think of some women here, too. Um, well, the next question will be actresses, and we will cover that in part three. This is going to be the last question okay. of part two. Okay. All right. Um, I kind of want to pick out at least one more person who's more contemporary right now. I was trying to think. There's been... I don't really want to say Tom Holland. I haven't seen him in much. Nah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland? Yeah. The guy who played Spider-Man? Yeah. All right. I, I said I don't really want to yeah, say okay. Tom yeah, Holland. I haven't seen him in much. Um, I was just wondering if you... Yeah. Let me just have a look. Mm. I do like people like i'm just gonna chuck a few names out there daniel day lewis is very good he's he's the only person to have um well he ties it with jack nicholson for the only person to have won three oscars Ooh. for uh, best actor i love jack um, nicholson jack nicholson's very good he's he's a bit mm. strange but i don't think oh gary oldman i love me some yeah. gary oldman mm. he's a very much a chameleon as well and we will be talking about him in a few weeks as well. Um, oh my he's, god! He's, he's in a performance. Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah. Tim Roth. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely have to watch that movie with the two of them. Um, Rosencrantz yeah. and Guildenstein are dead. I think it what's called. It's called. It's Tim Roth and Gary Oldman in a comedy. It's like a it's like a black humor comedy kind of black yeah. comedy from the early nineties. We how the fuck? This is absolutely well, our wheelhouse. How what's we, that, how we not one seen that where they're both in that? <laughs> Powdered wigs and tights. What's that one? It's That's old. probably it. It's the basing, the playing characters who are from Hamlet. Yeah, that's it. 
That's I the one. Yeah, that. I haven't seen it, but I, I hear it's very good, and I love those actors. I'm like, I know there's someone who I'm missing here. I always, I fucking love Tim Roth. I think he's amazing. Go watch yeah. Lie to Me. He's fucking amazing. He's such a good asshole. I think he's, I think love he's him. underrated. I do like Matt Damon as an actor. Um, I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but I, I appreciate to him. See, I think if you're a good person in reality, or a nice person, or down to earth, mm. it goes a long way in my mind. I'm mm. like, you know what? No, props to you. You know what I mean? Like, I like. This is, these are the kind of people that I would like to just shake their hand, you know, just have have a good conversation with them, you know, mm. um, rather than... I've always also kind of liked McConaughey. Yeah. Um, well, I think McConaughey, he had a weird career. Like, he, he did take he a got, hard turn and then got very good. Yeah, he was roped into a lot of the stupid rom-com comedy yeah. shit. Uh, that, like, he's... Paycheck. Yeah, he's a much better actor than that gives him credit for, though. Um, yeah, I quite like his stuff. And I really like Christian Bale. Yep, I was going to mention that. What about Robin Williams? Oh my god, yes. 110%. He, see, I don't think he's as much of a chameleon as the, everyone else, but he's a damn good actor. I watched he's... Mrs. Doubtfire again recently, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy well... is on another level. I'm even thinking about Goodwill Hunting and Hello Vietnam. Yep. Or Good he morning, won Good the morning Oscar. Vietnam. Yeah. I think it was Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, he won the yeah. Oscar for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Which I think he deserves. That's yeah. that's him in a dramatic role and he's improvising a lot of that as well. Yeah. That like absolutely he deserved that because it's not, like completely out of his field as well. He's not a chameleon, but he's skilled. Oh yes, absolutely. I'll give you that yeah. one. Yeah. So oh god, yes. Okay. Um yeah. That'll be our last question for this part, and yep. we'll go into the next one. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. cool.